Welcome to the Not Your Average podcast, where you are empowered to be your best from the inside out. Well, we are episode two into season four. And following on from last week's episode about not dimming your light, I wanted to just talk about how to live in the present because I think that moves on quite nicely from what we were talking about. Because if you want to learn how not to dim your light and really walk in who you are, but also be aware of what you're supposed to be doing whilst you're here, because I really do believe that each and every single one of us, you know, we have things, gifts, share, you know, attributes to share with others uh, for the purpose of making a positive impact. But it actually starts with you, which is why I even started this podcast, because it's things that I wish I knew, but at the same time, it's things that I'm learning along the journey, because this is what not your average is. We're not average. We're not striving to just coast along. We're striving to be above average. And we're also doing that by being mindful and being present and really understanding that actually your future is made up of moments. Each day is made up of moments. And that's why it's important to stay in the present because if you're not, you know, you can sometimes miss what's right in front of you. And we've all sort of had that situation where you're having a conversation with someone and they may be physically there but their mind is completely somewhere different and they're looking off maybe behind you or looking off into the you know you know out the window or whatever but the idea is that they may be physically there but they're not mentally present and that's what you don't want with your life you don't want time to pass you by as we're seeing it go so quickly, even if you think like it's dragging along. You may look back and think, oh, um, time has passed quite quickly and that's the one guarantee that we have in life, time will pass. But how beautiful it is to be actually aware and to remember and to really be present for your life. So, as I said, our life is made up of moments and we're not. if we're not aware, we can actually miss chunks of it. And I think that this is something that we all have to learn and also unlearn in terms of living in the present because we grow up in a society that is very fast paced and there's always something to do, but no one teaches you how to be. And these are the skills that a lot of people now are really sort of realizing that everyone kind of learns on the fly as they are released from any kind of formal or higher education and really have to develop these skills unless they were obviously sort of uh, around people who were highly emotionally intelligent and perceptive about the world around them. But I think that that's very few and far between. So everyone is learning. So this is about unlearning maybe habits, thought patterns, um, and also learning how to do something new because Whenever you want to make a change, whenever you want to level up in your life, um, it requires you to have a huge amount of energy where you spend it being present. So my first point on how to live in the present is start with intention. This forces your brain to get out of autopilot because you have been developing thought patterns since you were born. Some of them become so deeply ingrained that they form 
what sort of Dr. Caroline Leaf calls as like, they look like trees. Physically in, their, in your brain, they look like trees, but they're like neural pathways. So like a tree, if you water it, if you feed it, if you take care of it and put it in the right environment, basically if you give it attention, it will grow. And so that's what happens to these thought patterns and things. And so you have to start with creating a new thought pattern in your mind where you're saying, no, usually I'd be off in a conversation with someone, but thinking about what I'm doing next, when really you might miss what something that's important in that conversation, or usually you're preoccupied and ruminating, but being intentional forces you to evaluate whether each day is aligning with your intention for what you've set. You know, who do you want to be today in each moment? You know, does your micro align with your macro goals? So everyone, you may have a goal and you may be thinking, okay, there's this distance between where I am and where I want to be. But each, that distance is made up of small moments. And that requires you to be present, to be able to, you know, discern opportunities, discern what is right in front of you, but also discern and learn about yourself. Because usually we're trying to keep busy. We're trying to sort of do everything to either not be self-aware or not sit with our feelings and our emotions and to sort of be aware of them. Or because you're trying to... Um, you know, so hard in terms of doing when it comes to making a change that you're not really understanding that it's really about being and asking yourself, you know, what are your values? You know, what do I want my life to look like? And how does that align with my principles as well as relationally, financially, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, uh, all of that? comes into play so intention creates a compound effect so just as you over time created neural pathways that then became so like second nature to you think about when you learn how to drive at first you're concentrating really hard and you're hyper aware of everything but as you keep doing it more and more some things you don't even literally think about because you go in, you turn on your ignition, you put on your seatbelt, you adjust the mirrors. It's not, it's become such a ritual for you that your brain does it automatically. Same thing with riding a bike, swimming, whatever. Once your brain has caught on to exactly what you need to do, it's really good at sticking to that. So instead of allowing that to work against you, let it work for you and set the intentions for what you do want. Because I really believe that our perception does create our reality. Now, there are some things that are way beyond our control, but I think what is within your control is your perception, but also your decisions and the decisions that you make um, about what you want to either feel in the day, how you want to approach the day, and also who you're going to allow around you. And that brings me on to my second point, which is developing boundaries with yourself. I've talked extensively in some other previous podcasts, so please do go and check out uh, the previous episodes about developing boundaries with others because they are essential to healthy relationships. Those quote unquote difficult conversations are necessary. So I don't call them difficult conversations. I call them necessary conversations 
because what you don't want to do is be a victim of other people's behavior what you want to do is be someone who actively communicates what your boundaries are and then if they're not sort of respected then you just pivot you you deal with those people differently but i would apply this to you as well so you have a relationship with yourself sometimes we're so focused on our relationships with others which is not bad because we need people to do business to work to raise a family to be ed- to become educated you need to talk to your professor you know you have to relate to people for literally everything if you're traveling you need to get on you know some sort of if you're booking a car you're talking to the driver whatever it may be like you need to talk to people in some way and so it's not bad that that's the focus but what i'm saying is that we often lose sight of our boundaries with ourselves because setting boundaries with others is also a way of you setting a boundary with yourself and saying well actually if i say that this is my standard then the boundary i have with myself is that i don't allow certain things to carry on without me speaking up or without me changing someone's access to me that's that's they're not just boundaries with others they're boundaries with yourself and so if you're always living in the past or anxious for the future you'll be blind to the present and so that's what i mean about setting boundaries for yourself what are you doing today right now in this moment to sort of either make a goal of yours you know a reality or make a change of yours a reality because small things do add up and so living in the shoulda woulda coulda will leave you emotionally exhausted so will playing replaying past scenarios and again that not only is that emotionally not useful but neurologically it's actually proven that you're strengthening those emotions simply by keeping on thinking about them again and again Now I always say that this is not applicable to grief or trauma because those are things that require a therapist and a grief informed uh counselor or therapist as well. So I would encourage you to really address those things because they are those uh, individuals in that um sort of line of practice are so well versed to be able to give you the more clinical side and give a broader understanding of that. However, you can't escape the fact that you have to do the work in general of setting boundaries with yourself. It has to take action. So first you can gain understanding but also take action. And so any changes will start with you. You can't discern the present if you're always living in the emotional fog. So those boundary setting with you is saying I'm going to give myself 15 minutes a week to think about all the crappy stuff that I don't want to think about or to feel my emotions and I actually don't think crying is a negative thing because it's a way to release emotions people cry when they're extremely happy as well as when they're sad we cry when we're tired when we're frustrated so that doesn't count it's more about not ruminating It's not about suppressing your emotions because as you well know if you've heard any of the previous episodes I am not a fan of that because your emotions will always come out in some way shape or form. What this is about is setting boundaries with yourself and saying I'm not going to dwell in the past first of all because logically and literally I cannot change that. But what I can do is change my future and whilst I'm imagining um and 
meditating on the type of future that I want, I'm also not going to allow that to lead me into worry and anxiety and rumination as most of us do. This is a human condition. So if you're thinking, wow, like I thought it was only me. Nope, not only you, everyone does it. Just that not everyone is as um, transparent or even aware that this is something that we all do. But also in the society that we live in, we're conditioned to think you should be doing better, living better, having better, you know, all of these things. And what's important with these boundaries is to say, actually, this is the season that I'm in. This is what I'm going to work on now. And I'm excited to make progress. So it's all about progress and not perfection. And my last point for how to live in the present is cultivate genuine gratitude. Not a forced gratitude like, hey, I'm grateful that I'm alive, I've got food, I've got, you know, shoes on my feet, whatever. But I mean, things that are really meaningful to you, things that you probably didn't even notice before um, because they're so a part of your life, but you end up realizing how grateful you are for them so pick out small things that bring you joy because that's another way to stay in the present because that's another way of also making what may be routine meaningful that's another way of ensuring that what you engage in and um what you're doing has a sense of meaning that you've infused into it because you're grateful and you're seeing the blessings and the opportunities that are right before you that you may not have even given that much attention. It makes you realize, it makes you realize as well sometimes that what you may be experiencing now is also what you were working towards maybe five or 10 years ago. So sometimes we're so busy sort of living in our actual, the fruition of our goals that we may not realize that, hey, this is what I kind of hoped for. So living in the present in genuine gratitude is such a great way for you to realize, actually, even if it's not all, you know, roses and bubbles, this is actually what I had in mind for my goals. And so therefore you can really stop and focus and appreciate and thank yourself for being disciplined enough to follow through but also get excited about the fact that if you could be able to experience even just one small thing that you had hoped for planned for then the sky's the limit that means that you can replicate that in the future so I want to encourage you that gratitude is not just about hey I'm happy for this it's all about bringing a different perspective It also rewires your brain. It raises your vibration. And this isn't some woo-woo, like, you know, (laughs) new age thing. It's really not because scientifically, and I believe science is a lovely way to understand, well, it's a way that us human beings try to understand the complex and beautiful sort of world around us as well as human bodies. But it's actually proven that Um, you know if you think about sound that also works on a frequency there are certain sounds that me and you can hear but there are certain sounds that we can't hear and only animals for example can hear that's because they're tuned into a different frequency 
we look at rays of light. There are only certain frequencies and rays that we can see, others we can't see, unless there are certain weather conditions. So everything is vibrating. That's also what we learned in physics. If you did physics at school, you will see um, that everything operates, it's, it's moving. You may not, it may not be visible to the naked eye, but everything is usually uh, on a particular vibration and it's constantly moving. And that's because there's an energy around everything that you, you, I, you know, an atmosphere. Have you ever walked into a room and you can sense the energy in the room is not that great or not that welcoming? That's because even though nothing has been said, even though no one may be moving physically, the energy and the frequency and the vibration at which people are operating on is lower. And so when you are grateful, you are raising the vibration of how you perceive things. You are raising your frequency about what is it that I can perceive? And we always say, you know, we, you attract what you are. And that goes for every area of, li of life. And that's where this vibrational idea comes in. Because if you're grateful and you practice that on a moment by moment basis, and you just think to yourself about the things that you're happy about and you are, it doesn't mean that you're, you know, ignoring the realities of life. It just means that you're able to focus on that then you are going to perceive and you are going to attract the things and the situations and the people that align with your mindset because you will be so repelled by things that don't align with you and you will repel things and people that don't align with you because they'll be like, why, why is she so happy? <laughs> you know, why is she so not being brought down by this. Again, it's about having a certain uh, awareness and knowing that what you put out is what you will most of the time get back. Now, I want to put a caveat that number one, there are things outside of it, your control. Number two, other people are the number one thing outside of your control. And that means that 99% of the things that other people do and say really has nothing to do with you. It's mostly just projection, unless obviously you did something wrong. But I'm telling you, like those are the things that you don't then personalize. You don't say, oh, what, what did I do to bring this on myself? No, you ask yourself, operating on a higher frequency means whilst there are some things that are really obvious, like, I'll give you, I'll give the example of like a relational example, like a narcissist and an empath. They go together because they each have similar needs, but they just outwork them different ways. And so they will gel together because they're both attracted to the opposite in terms of their behavior and the things they will and won't accept. So if you are, for example, operating on a higher frequency and a higher vibration and you're grateful, you will not while somebody may want to bring negativity, you will not tolerate that. So that's where raising your frequency and being grateful and operating on a different vibration is 
changing what you tolerate and what you allow in your life not just from other people but also from yourself so contentment i believe attracts more blessings and maturity and it gives you the wisdom to steward things well because you're not so busy allowing your emotions to be in the driving seat you are acknowledging your emotions you're processing your emotions but you're not allowing them to be the things that drive you and the things that make decisions for you because then you can also be manipulated and sort of used by other people or systems but you rather it gives you the ability to think for yourself and to also have the energy and maturity to steward even more blessings because you acknowledge what is already there so um, i hope that helped you today to live in the present i wanted to give some other ideas that are not so common and some tips that are not so common about how to really be mindful and whilst there is a trend moving towards wellness this is something that is really going to make a difference to your life so just to recap how to live in the present start with intention develop boundaries with yourself in terms of your thought life and your emotional life and cultivate genuine gratitude as ever thanks so much for listening i'm excited to dive more into season four um don't forget to check out the new website i've integrated this podcast with my styling and content creation um platform style symphony which is mystylesymphony.com that's mystylesymphony.com we're also on instagram at the style symphony um and not your average podcast also has an instagram at not your average official so go check it out i put out some quotes and things and just some things to empower you because uh that's why i always started this podcast always from the inside out i tackle both and i think that we all can really find useful information on that site and there's more to come so keep your eyes peeled but in the meantime thank you so much for listening share with those in your world live in the present and i'll see you on the next episode bye